You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 44. You know that old saying, fake it until you make it? Well, that is exactly what imposter syndrome feels like. Imposter syndrome is this idea of feeling like you don't belong, like you are out of place or that someone might have called your bluff. It's this funny thing that we do to ourselves mentally where we're almost convinced that we are just pretending to be something that we are not. Imposter syndrome is something you might find yourself doing in your business or even just your everyday life. It attacks your inner confidence and even the most successful people can get caught in its deadly path. Imposter syndrome is purely psychological and it has nothing to do with your qualifications, but it could be detrimental to your mental health and even give you feelings of not being good enough. If you've ever said to yourself, who do I even think I am? You might have experienced imposter syndrome. This can come in a lot of forms of I'm not old enough or I'm not strong enough, I'm not skilled enough, smart enough. The list could go on forever. So today I want to share with you some of my own personal experiences with imposter syndrome, how I overcame it, and what I do anytime its ugly head appears in my current day-to-day life. I want to also give you the tools necessary to overcome this mindset in your own life and business. It's time to get that self-doubt out of your brain and actually go for the things that you want without feeling guilty. My hope is that after listening to this episode, you are going to be able to recognize when imposter syndrome is creeping into your life and start the process of working through it. You will also learn why failure is not a scary thing and about making your own decisions without feeling pressure to prove something to everyone. So if you're ready, let's dive on in. Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator, and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to uplevel your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Friend, what kind of business coach, mentor, educator, influencer... (laughs) Okay, not really. What, you know, but what would I be if I didn't give you my best kept secret for running a business? You know what I mean? Like, how rude would that be if I told, if I didn't tell you what was like the source of keeping my crazy entrepreneurial brain in order, in check, making sure I have happy clients and that all my shiz is in order. That just, that'd be wrong. So I'm gonna share it with you today. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's HoneyBook. Okay, I know this ain't the first time you've heard about HoneyBook, especially if you've been listening to me, but if you still have not jumped on the HoneyBook train, sister, we need to talk. HoneyBook is going to change your life. I remember two years ago, however long it's been, it wasn't honestly that long ago that I was like, I don't need HoneyBook. I'm not going to use it. I have a system. I send contracts this way. This is how it works. Like, it's fine. My life is good. My photography business is rolling. We're good. We're Gucci. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give it a shot. Let's try the free trial. You know what I mean? And I did it. And holy cow, I'm never going back. HoneyBook is life-changing. I don't care what kind of business you are. If you're a photographer, if you are a shop, if you are some other kind of online business, if you have client work at all and you manage 
clients and things, you need HoneyBook, honey. And let me tell you why. You can send contracts. You can get paid online. You can have your clients digitally signed. So there's no more of that weird back and forth. Hey, please just mail me a scanned copy of your contract. And it's like super back and forth and you're waiting for like a week and it takes forever. No, no, no more of that. You can do it all super quickly. You can send questionnaires. You can send brochures. You can write notes. I mean, there is so much. Everything is so organized. You track your emails in there. So everything is all in one place each client has their own client portal and their little little section so everything is just easy to access and to find and you will never ever have to go searching through your inbox for information ever again it's life-changing you need it but you know if you don't want to just take it from me take it you know learn from yourself you can head to sarahelrod.com honeybook to start a free trial and get a discount when you decide that you cannot live without honeybook because let's be honest that's going to happen i promise you so again that is sarahelrod.com slash honeybook to get started with your client management today. There are so many ways of which imposter syndrome can appear, but in my own experience, it always had to do with my career choices, and I always struggled with telling people what I did for a living. Anytime someone would ask me, what do you do? I would shrivel up and, or at least that's what it felt like, and my voice would get all shaky and I immediately would just start making these like weird excuses for myself. I would say things like, oh, I'm just a photographer or just a horse trainer, keyword being just. It It's like as if I had felt this like I had this weird fluffy job that no one would take seriously so instead of saying it with confidence I would just present it in a way that shielded my heart from any negative remarks. Even to this day telling someone that I am a brand and marketing coach or like a business educator for small businesses uh, it's kind of a weird feeling. I always catch myself thinking am I qualified to be doing this? I don't have a business degree who do I think I am giving out business advice? It's a very vulnerable feeling and if you have ever experience this, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I am not a mother yet, but I could see this also being a thing for stay-at-home moms as well. Women saying things like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I don't really do much. Like, excuse me, what? I'm sorry, but do you realize that you are working a full freaking job with no pay, all that cooking, cleaning, diaper changing, all the things? I used to babysit kids for a few hours a day and I would get so exhausted. So I cannot imagine doing that 24 hours a day. So shout out to all the moms out there because you guys are literally saints. Imposter syndrome stems from insecurity and worrying about what other people might think of us, especially as business owners, because think about it. The world is very comfortable with like corporate jobs and straight line kind of things. Go to school, then college, then get a nine to five job and work there until you retire. And then, you know, who knows what? Now, let me just say that if this is the life that you want, there is seriously nothing wrong with it. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't crave it sometimes. But as entrepreneurs, we have always had this dream of something more, more flexibility, more freedom, and so on. And it can be easy to feel like this world is against entrepreneurship and big dreamers, the ones who make the different path in life or take that different path, you know, take the road less traveled. And we feel it so deeply that it can even stop us from pursuing the things that we want in our lives. I have definitely held myself back before by thinking things like, oh, someone has already done this before, so I probably wouldn't succeed at it. Women especially feel imposter syndrome so deeply, oftentimes way more than men do. But why is that? I think as women, we're trained to compare ourselves to everyone else since pretty much 
like that's what we've been doing since the moment we were born. And we're constantly comparing our bodies, our clothing, our lifestyle, cars, houses, like whatever, how our kids are, all the things. And those are just a lot of things that men don't normally do or you don't see it as often in men as you do women. And as women, we also take this unrealistic expectation that we need to be doing all the things perfectly, like be the perfect wife, the perfect mom, career woman, daughter, sister, friend, everything. And it's almost comical to think about it because men are so simple and I definitely didn't fully grasp that concept until I started dating Tyler. Now when I say they're simple it's not like an insult it's not a bad thing it's just funny how different women and men really are and I remember having this conversation with Tyler one day we were like driving the car I honestly don't remember what we were talking about but this is This is kind of a common thing, to be honest. Like, we'll be talking about something, and I want to say it had to do with our wedding. And his response was just, like, so black and white and simple, and it's this or it's this. And I was mind blown how he could just think that it was so simple. Like, I was making it this huge deal. There's all this gray area. What if this happens? What if this happens? You know, I'm thinking A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, O, P. And he's just thinking A, B, C. And I'm like, what the heck? Was that a dumb example? (laughs) I'm not really sure where all those letters came from. But anyway, you get my point. Men just think of things a lot more like, I don't know, black and white, straight, straight on, like matter of fact. And women are a lot more emotional about things. And again, none of that's a bad thing. It's just we're different. We were created differently on purpose. Now, I am especially aware of my need to perfect everything, especially in this current season of life that I'm in. And I'm currently running two very different businesses with another side brand on top of that, as well as planning a wedding, trying to keep up with my horses, exercising them, and maintaining somewhat of a social life. I have had to get very real with myself that this is not all possible to do everything all in one day. It's just not but I really want to. It's that inner perfectionist in me. I just want to be like really good at everything. So step one of overcoming imposter syndrome is to recognize where it is present in your life. Take a moment to really digest this and be honest with yourself. Where do you feel it the most? The next thing that you need to do is to understand that failing is a normal part of life and and being a business owner. The fear of failure is why a lot of people do not do what they want to do or why they can feel the presence of imposter syndrome coming up. The next time you are afraid of something or you are fearful of failing or something not going right, please just know that fear is not from God. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And I just think that's so amazing to know that we never need to be afraid of anything because God's handling it all. God has this greater, more grand purpose for us. And all we have to do is put our trust in him and he will take all of that fear off of us. And I just love that. The next thing I want you to do is to own what you freaking do. Think about your title, whatever that might be, whether it's a stay-at-home mom, a photographer, a rancher, a horse trainer, a fashion guru, a graphic designer, a podcaster, a boutique owner. Just own it. 
Do not add any little details on the end of it like, oh, I'm just a beginner. I'm just a little small side hustle. It's nothing much. Nope, none of that. You are what you are, period. The truth is, no matter where you are in your career or your business, you have a title and you should acknowledge that. Don't tell yourself, if I make six figures, then I'll be successful. Or once I buy a super fancy camera, then I'll be a professional photographer. Because that doesn't have to be true. The next time someone asks you what you do for a living, I want you to tell them straight up and say it with your shoulders back and a smile on your face. Confidence, my friend, confidence. And sure, there may be someone who cracks a remark about, oh, how cute, but you can just do an inner eye roll and move on because deep down you know that you are making moves in your life and they will never understand and that is okay. You don't need them to. Not everybody needs to be on board with what you're doing 100% of the time. The next thing I want you to do is just take the pressure off. If you are feeling pressured or influenced by others to do something that you don't really want to do, maybe in your business you see a lot of your peers are doing something that doesn't really appeal to you but you think you have to do it because everyone else is doing it. For example, I've heard a lot of photographers that are stepping into the education space, which I think is awesome, but it doesn't mean you have to if you're a photographer. I've heard plenty of photographers that are like, I feel this pressure and like, like I have to be doing that like that's the next step but the truth is it's not you do not have to do that if you like just being a photographer then be the best dang photographer you want to be and it's also a good idea to go to the people that are closest to you and let them know if you're feeling imposter syndrome if you're feeling maybe like a fraud get some reassurance from people who support you and lift you up and I know this could feel a little weird like you're just asking people for compliments but when the people who know you the best can compliment your hard work it gives you that little ego boost and that can go a long way in how you move forward in your life one of the next and kind of last points I want to make is understanding that you do not have to know it all all the time in order to be deemed a a professional in your industry you don't have to know everything about everything and I've been a photographer for almost six years and I still don't know what all the buttons on my camera do I you know as a horse trainer there were a lot of things that I was also uneducated on and I still you know even as a educator I have a lot to learn and I'm never gonna stop learning but I will continue to learn a little bit and a little bit and a little bit as I go your business is going to shift as time goes on your priorities are gonna change and different things are going to affect you and how you do things life is this never-ending circle of change and when we can accept that you know accept that we're not gonna know everything all the time then imposter syndrome is going to appear less and less in our lives because we're not feeling like we have to put up this fake front we can be humble enough to just say hey i don't know everything and that is okay you do not have to convince people to deem your business worthy or successful. Most of the time, it's because of their own ignorance that they might make a snarky comment like, oh, that's cute, or oh, nice, like that your husband does something to provide for you so you can just play all day. Which, by the way, is also not an insult in my opinion. I am no feminist here. And like, yes, Linda, it's so nice that my husband's a freaking baller and supports our family, but so do I. We have our own roles and responsibilities. Can you feel my bitterness? <laughs> 
Anyway, we all go through imposter syndrome. We all have moments of feeling like we are lying or tricking people into believing something that isn't true. And it's kind of just this weird natural part of our lives. But the quicker we can take notice of it, the quicker we can shut it down. So keep doing the work, keep your chin up and go after those big dreams that you have. You're going to accomplish so many amazing things. I believe in you and I will see you guys in the next one. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to join the Facebook group. Make sure to screenshot this episode if you've been listening this whole time um, and tag me on Instagram so I can spread the love with you, share the love with you, support you, uh, come along your journey with you, all the things. So I love you guys and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.